It's official, baby. The Euros is happening and it's happening this bloody week. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Monday the 7th of June. I'm Jules Breach. I'm Jim Campbell. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Welcome along, ladies and gentlemen. It is a brand new week. It's a Monday and it's the week of the goddamn Euros. Yes. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited. It so feels good. real now, right? It does feel real. Yes. And also, like, it's, like, it's been three years since the tournament, which is weird. We've never really experienced that before. So I'm so ready. I'm, I've got a year's worth of ready. We've He's got, flapping around his Euro chart. I've got a Euro chart. I'm considering buying a, a North Macedonia concept kit. <laughs> it looks like an inverse kind of uh, Japan flag job. It's beautiful. Is that the one for you? That's the one for If If they could make the North Macedonia uh, flag into a kit with the kind of like the sun and the... <laughs> that would look really cool. They've not done that. And that's what's upsetting. <laughs> oh, is that but you know what? What a week for the Euros to start as well. Yeah, the weather glorious. here in England is balmy, scorching. We're, mm. We've all got our legs out today. Oi, oi. Yep. I've just realised I've got paint on mine. Oi, oi. What have you been painting? Uh, what have you been painting? I painted, been painting? Uh, I painted a, a bench. Did you? I, made it, uh, I painted it red and white and brown and then realised I'd basically made it look like a, uh, like a, the entrance to um, Chinatown. <laughs> and <laughs> like this a pagoda. Was... You, you're allowed to be doing this. You're not just like <laughs> knocking around painting memorial I'm benches Birk- or something. I'm right? the Burke instead of Banksy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it does just feel though like we are at the start of the tournament now. I know we've still got to wait another four days. It's <laughs> on Friday, but it does feel pre-game, like, pre-game, you know what I mean? Pre-game. Especially because we've had the last England friendly yeah, now last yeah. night and it just sort of feels like we're all tournament ready. What did you make of England last night, Jim? I mean, yeah, it was like... <laughs> With any of these games, they're never going to be that scintillating, are they? Like, if you look back at kind of pre-tournament friendlies, they, they never mean anything. They're never really that much no. of an indication of how a team's going to do. So I'm trying to be sort of, you know, philosophical about how it was just a little bit kind of functional and flat. Uh, and also, you know, this is it's still not the team that's going to be playing in the Euros. So nowhere near. Yeah. That's the weird thing, isn't it? It's like it, it, the England team yesterday, like. If you're going to play three at the back, have a crack at that. Maybe yeah. give us a little inkling, but maybe he's just keeping his powder dry. Maybe he's keeping it on one the down thing, low. One thing we do know is who that final member of the 26-man squad is now. This morning, the FA announced that it's lovely Ben White. Yeah. Brighton ben and White. Hope Albion's one of your Ben own. White. He's one of our own. He's made the England squad. I'm so excited. I'm so happy for him. He fully mm. deserves it as well. You know, when he got announced in the 33 and we all kind of like joked around a little bit about those extra players, like mm. kind of what's the point in a way because none of them are probably going to make it for, yeah. for this tournament. But for him to get his first call up only like a few days ago mm. and have actually made the squad is an incredible achievement for him. Yeah. An amazing moment, a great moment for the club as well. Um, and I think a little bit of credit as well has to go to Graham Potter because he's the one who's played him in all these different versatile positions throughout mm. the season. And Gareth mm. Southgate has obviously looked at that that's probably why he made the 33 because of his versatility. Yeah. And now, of course, we don't ever want to see a player get injured. And so unfortunate for Trent Alexander-Arnold after the year he's had that he now couldn't make the squad because of his thigh injury. But then it opens the door up for someone else. And I think Ben White has fully deserved to get that call up. Yeah. And it's it's interesting, is it? Because I think Southgate probably didn't know who that last player was going to be until after the game yesterday. Mm. Hence Watkins mm. and Ward-Prowse featuring as well and, and you know various others. Um which which is interesting, but it does make you wonder if, about Harry Maguire's fitness, doesn't it? 
Like if yeah. another centre back's coming in, yeah. mm. then it's. It, I think that's. I mean, this talkie might miss the whole group stage, which is, you know, it's pretty nuts. I mean, we did that with Wayne Rooney before, and it seemed more. It seemed a bigger deal because Rooney's of a higher profile. But it's like it's like, oh god, are we, <laughs> we're doing this again. Uh, I, th- I think him versus uh, Mings, the way that they play, but Mings plays very different, slightly more cagey football, I would say, for, from his position, and and, and White just looks like a more expansive, more interesting proposition. I I I think it's I think it's cracking. I would like to have seen a three. I think Trippier could have filled in, and and, and we could have seen what England may shape up as mm. uh, in in the uh, he could have deputised. I think, but uh, look, trusting Gareth, he's become everything an international manager Trust should be. He's a bit of, he's a bit of a he's a statesman. He's thoughtful. He's 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 a grown up in the room. He's not full of bombast. He's he's level headed, yeah. um, and I do think he is trying to stress test uh, Grealish to the yeah. point of injury <laughs> because he's going look. Nobody, everyone wants me to play Grealish. Well, can he play two friendly matches yeah. that mean nothing Have in a full 90 minutes? Can how much do? people kick him? I can't play him. I can't play him because I need him, I'm weirdly. Wait, I'm waiting until he gets kicked in the head and then yeah. he can't play. But uh, yeah, it was. I thought... Uh, yeah, it, it, it's I, I the way that he's talking. I think Matt Ford made the point on uh, Five Live last night. I was in at six or six. He sort of said the way that uh, Southgate was talking about the introduction of uh, Rooney. I think it was, no, no, the introduction of Beckham uh, before before uh, and it was a Beckham and Hoddle on. Either way, there was a big sort of hoo ha about uh, about introducing a player like a, a couple of matches in, into the uh, in, into the uh, tournament, and uh, Hoddle kind of did the same thing. So I think. Gareth with uh, Grealish he may he's probably not going to start the first match he will be coming off the bench that's all he's been talking about players who can come off the bench and change uh, change games so I don't think he's going to start personally we're going to see a lot of that I think in this tournament mm. like across the board not just with England just because you know the the amount of football that footballers have played this year there's going to have to be some squad rotation and management mm. even over a short tournament I think to get the best out of his squads and that is what they're there for isn't it but I yeah I just I, I cannot dampen my excitement, even with a game that's not actually that mm. good. <laughs> I know. And we, we haven't seen half the players who are coming in, I know, you know right? what I mean, because of the, the, the Chelsea-Manchester City thing. Do you think they could have got some minutes? I know like a lot yeah, of these the, these of games are, are to get, and, and certainly the other home nations have kind of used this to kind of give give players who haven't played this season uh, some minutes. Do you not think that we could have seen some we, some, some players? We could have, but as you've just said about Guy Southgate, he's he's measured, he's an adult mm. in the room, he, you know, he thinks things through. It's it's probably the smartest, safest move to just give those players that extra mm. rest. He's got the option, so he's taken it. You know, we I mean, mm. saw what happened with Trent Alexander-Arnold. You don't want to, no. you know, it could, it, it could even be a difference of, of, of one day's rest that you know, stops someone from getting a muscle injury. So, mm. yeah, I think, it, I think it makes sense. Not even a missed penalty can dampen your excitement, eh? No. No? no. <laughs> what, was, what was Hendo doing, taking that penalty off Dominic uh, Calvert-Lewin? He was saying to Gareth, look, when it comes to a shootout <laughs> deep into the tournament... Don't, don't have me in five. Don't pick me. <laughs> what is it about England and penalties, AP? I, I, I don't. I don't know. Do you really think of Hendo? Hendo as being their main kind of like a big no. penalty boy. He just comes on and goes. I'm here for one reason, one reason only: vibe. Yeah. And I'm going to take this penalty. And he, yeah, it was just, it was very bizarre. I like, certainly like, don't uh... think of him as a big penalty boy. No. <laughs> Roy Keane uh, had his opinion of him, didn't he? Yeah. Basically said, what's he what's he, what's there, he there for? for? Is he a cheerleader? Does he do card tricks? What, what what's what's he actually Pepe there Rain for? is very important, as we've said before on Does, the show. I, I do. <laughs> kind Does he do of... quizzes in the evenings? I mean, I'm a big fan of a quiz. I'm not over yeah, them like from lockdown. I'm kind of Oh really? They, they, well they went a bit they got a bit annoying, didn't they? Yeah. But yeah, then much. it's been a while now. 
I'm up for a quiz. But they've I'm come back though, and people again. have forgotten that that music rounds and sound rounds on Zoom just do not work. They echo, no. they don't yeah. work. It's just, just stop trying them. <laughs> I like a picture round personally on Zoom. Yeah, a, I do too. In a, mm. in a quiz, mm-hmm. I reckon Hendo would be good at those. <laughs> well, maybe that, maybe that is what he's there for. Then <laughs> I think, yeah, this, this is this is the real nubbin of it, isn't it? <laughs> I, I, did, was, I mean, it was weird though, wasn't it? Pulling rank and missing the Yeah, I know you've <laughs> got nothing, to score because like you're there for one reason only. You're, you're there to kind of like be the grown up and be like the the leader, and he just fucked it. <laughs> yeah, and also, I mean, like Dominic Calvert Lewin. Will play if there's an injury to Harry Kane. Yeah. He'll probably get minutes off the mm. bench. Let him score a goal. I know. Whoa! Whoa! I'm so sorry. 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 I'm so <laughs> I had a, um, a cereal bar on the way to work right. and I think there's a bit lodged in the back of my throat. So, so I you're just, trying to clear it. You know when you feel like you might cough soon? Yeah. I yeah. thought, let me stop that potentially happening mm. and have a sip of water. And, and then you uh, poured water on the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited about Dominic Calvert-Lewin needing to score exactly. before yeah. you know the tournament and, and um, now I've got water everywhere. The rhythm escaping. <laughs> yeah. that excited. We've got a lot of shows to do. Uh, can, we, can we not have water on the iPad? <laughs> I'm so sorry. So the, we're going to have to bring Ben White in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> where were we? So, yeah, DCL. I mean, exactly what you were saying, though, Jim, I think is where, before I got distracted, were you yeah. saying that a player like him be good to get on the score sheet before the tournament? Exactly. Right, because, you know, that's, he, that's exactly what I was thinking. He's, he's going to play. And, you know, that, that's what he's there for. You, you want to give him that little bit of windiness sales. But no, <laughs> no, old quiz boy. Wanted to take the take it off really. of boy. But yeah, I mean, what what do you think with with Kane saying that stuff though? Because ultimately, Jordan Henderson isn't going to be match fit, and no amount of hoping that he is going to be match fit will mm. make him match fit. So, mm. is it better to get ready for a plan that sort of doesn't include him? Yeah, like. Um. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I, I, I kind of see what it was King's bizarre. Saying. Yeah, no, it, it was. It, it, I think it was a bizarre uh, sort of penalty uh, choice, and, and I think Keane has made some pretty good points. <laughs> I mean, it's all, if he'd put it away, fine. That's yeah. a, a captain's performance. But <laughs> I mean, I guess we we don't know if he's going to be playing. Um, mm. it, it would be interesting to see if he, he plans to start him when he hasn't played so much football. Also, Marcus Rashford is is probably going to have foot surgery, isn't he? After after the mm. tournament, so mm. it's like. Like your foot can't be in a good way, can it? If it needs surgery, <laughs> surgery and you yeah. still got to run around kicking stuff with it, I think, it's not ideal. Yeah. I, I've I've enjoyed England's sort of directness in the in these couple of friendly matches because they do frighten uh, people yeah. when they just really really run at them, and and that's something that uh, that you know you need your Rashfords to kind of stretch the play a little yeah. bit. That's why you need uh, you know. To be you, fair, I don't think Dominic Calvert-Lewin really needed to score that penalty in order to get himself motivated for the tournament because his dad is his biggest motivator. He sung World in Motion for him on a video call when he got his call up for the Euros <laughs> when that was confirmed. Dominic Calvert-Lewin's dad is a ledge. He is, because a lot of people would have gone with three lions. Nope. <laughs> not Dominic Calvert-Lewin's dad. <laughs> no, He's not for him. World in Motion. Way more singable. Exactly. One of the few good football songs, I would argue. <laughs> oh, Pete Dawson. Yeah. Oh, that that was really That's why I was <laughs> off mic. I was just popping it over to... <laughs> Oh, you, dear Lord. You've, you've dried me off and <laughs> you've given it back. <laughs> Thanks very much, Pete. Pete Johnson, drying what, people off. What, what a good start to the week this yeah. is. Good. <laughs> this is the start of what will come for the Euros. Jules Breach's soggy iPad. <laughs> um, does anyone feel a bit sorry for James Ward-Prowse for not getting that place? Because yeah. he worked his absolute mm. socks off. Um, we know he always does. 
he does that for Southampton every single game. So it's no surprise. Um, and I think because of Trent Alexander-Arnold um, missing out and obviously being a bit of a dead ball specialist, it kind of seemed like the obvious replacement. Yeah. However, there are other players in the England squad that can do that. So mm. to have him just for that reason... It, I mean, I don't know what Gareth Southgate's reasoning is, but, you know, we've got Mason Mount who can create a yeah. lot of chances from dead ball situations. Luke a, Shaw's pretty good yeah. from the, those um, those scenarios And he's played well. a lot of matches as well. Mm. Like, I, I, from what I saw from, from, from these kind of preparatory uh, matches, I just sort of think, like, everyone looked a bit exhausted, but yeah. he didn't... He, I don't think he covered himself in... in not covered his time in glory, but he didn't play amazingly well. You know how up for it we all are. Mm-hmm. The players have got to all be up for it, even if they're even if they're shattered. Can you imagine? Can you like, actually you'd be so imagine? giddy with excitement? Actually, one thing I really want to see, and I say this before every tournament, and I make no apology for doing so, is I really, really want to see England at least in one of the games properly off the leash, just absolutely mm. going for it. As you say, like running at teams. Grealish on the pitch, like just make those it the Scotland excites. game. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's on my birthday. Is make it, it that. Yes. <laughs> I mean, do you remember? Everyone has incredible memories of England beating the Dutch four-one at Wembley in Euro '96. Like that period, it felt like England were Brazil '1970, and you couldn't believe your luck. And it, <laughs> those, those, like those periods in matches make such precious memories mm. that stay with you and they're the sort of thing that make people love football like generations of kids fall in love with football with stuff like that I just I really really hope that we do get some of those periods because England have been conservative in the build up and you hope that part of the plan is that you know that they're, they're kind of saving it all up for a, <laughs> to, to unbottle it when it really really matters but you know we don't know if it will actually go that way Well, it's a tough game to begin with, isn't it? Playing Mm. Croatia in our first match on Sunday. But I've got high hopes as well. I'm feeling confident. Bring Johnston out out for (laughs) half-time. Bring who out? Johnston. Johnston, yeah. He was decent last night, wasn't he? He made a couple of good saves. Yeah, I don't know if he's merited being brought on for the second half of the game against Croatia. (laughs) They just look a bit weird as I bring him out for the second half. Why are they doing that? Shore it up. (laughs) (laughs) Take Luke Shore off. Bring yeah. him on. <laughs> <laughs> Two um, goalkeepers on then. He was very good. So look, we're all excited about the Euros. Um, one thing we do need to touch on though from last night's game, and it is a bit annoying that we have to talk about this again, but it's a big talking point. And the players were booed once again as they took the knee before the match. Uh, Gareth Southgate and the players were strident in their support of it before the game, but it it doesn't seem to matter. And I just can't, mm. I can't get my head around how depressing it is that those fans in the stadium is probably likely to be their first time going back to watch a football match live. Mm. And they sit there and they decide that it's the right thing to boo the players who are playing for your national team before a game because they're taking a stand against racism. How depressing is that? I know. And especially you've got all these people making this kind of parroted whataboutery argument that oh they're booing the fact it's a political gesture and blah 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 it's like it's, it's kind of they're claiming that they're booing a gesture because it's political but if you take that at face value and if you you know obviously a lot of the, the time when they say that they're actually covering the fact that it's just racism but if you take what they are saying at, t- at face value they are, they are doing the same thing that the out-and-out racists are doing. They're going, look, we see that you're sending a message. We're going to disregard that message and boo the fact that you are sending a message. That's the best-case scenario that they're claiming. to claiming. And it's like, again, it's another example of privilege, isn't it, that you can just you go, actually, no, we're going to disregard what you're saying. We don't care what you're saying. We're just going to boo that you're saying something. Mm. It's, it's just it's kind of, it's just pathetic, really. And 
being if you take a step back from it as well, um, because obviously every time that happens, you're disappointed and you mm. think, oh, for God's sake, like this is it makes Not you angry. Mm. It's embarrassing um, for both football as a football fan and and as, as an English person. But doesn't it make the image even more powerful? It makes it so striking that this is what they're up against. This is why they're taking the knee in the first place because mm. th this is, you can't even make a, a, a little gesture like that without it for some reason being controversial. And, if, you know, if you're booing the idea that people want to make society fairer and more inclusive, you have to you have to think about that. And we, booing we, the we knee is, is it, you're effectively putting forward your support for the status quo and your support for inequality. And it, it, for so, you know, for some people not being deemed as as equal as others because of arbitrary things like the creed or or or, or, or skin color or even like status in society in some cases. It's like how can you boo Marcus Rashford? Mm. Like in, after, in, what, in, after in, what he's after... done this this year, but and, and, like it, it, it will always be said unfairly in my view. Like uh, it, it's only some of the fans. Until it's none of the fans, it's all of the fans in yes. in, in, yeah. in my opinion. And. Um, like England supporters, I've, I've said it before, like England supporters who attend games, go home and away, have frequently shown themselves to be racist. And and, and, they're in, and you can sort of say, oh, it's, it's only some of the fans, it's, it's, it's not some of those. But either way, if I was a black player playing for, for England and, and, and I, I can't imagine what is going through their head, heads mm. right now, I would feel very disillusioned at this point. Yeah. What am I fucking playing for? What is the, why am I putting myself at risk for injury for the, thing that, for, the, for, the, for the product that pays my pay packet? Why don't I just go back to my club where I'm, I'm beloved by, by everyone? Just like, get fucked. Mm. Like, it's, just, it's, it's tedious. So well done, lads, you did it. Yeah. Well done. With your England tattoos. Well yeah. done, you did it. You booing, boo kneeling in your front room, booing the telly. No, that's mainly funny. Yeah. <laughs> people booing in front of their telly yeah. and Pathetic. trying to get it trending on Twitter. Yeah. What, what, what are you expecting to achieve out it's, of that? I think when, when, people boo, when people boo on the, in, in the stadium, though, I do think they're of their little willies. I do think they're their little willies. Yeah. <laughs> they're I don't around. want flapping to think of their little willies. All right, well, you don't have to, but I do. But I think of their little flaccid little willies, and it makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> While they're doing boo, 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 their little willies are sat there, just, yeah. just these little <laughs> silly willies. <laughs> That's a way of looking silly, at it, isn't it? That's silly little racist willies. So I do think of that every about. time it every time it happens you know, in the tournament because it's bound to, isn't yeah. it? It's weird as well, isn't it? Like, oh no, we're not booing you because of the colour of your skin. We're booing you because of your political allegiances, and actually, we don't think politics should be in football. It's like you're, you're, you're still booing. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're literally Stop still booing. booing. Me, please. A boo. What are you booing for? Yeah, idiots. Um, well, look, let's hope that one day this all stops, and I know the, the players will continue to make a stand against racism and good for them for continuing to do so. Um, final thing on England before we move on. Um, Gareth Southgate said he has that one decision, one final decision to make on his starting 11 for England's opener against Croatia on Sunday. I wonder how the players must mm. be feeling. I wonder how the 10 feel. I wonder whether they know they're starting or whether they mm. think, oh, am I am I or am I not? Do you reckon they know? Do you reckon, who do you think oh, there's I that? Like, no likey, no lighty, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah isn't it? <laughs> or man, or man. Someone's yeah. going to get pushed in a pool. A jeopardy in there, isn't there? <laughs> Is that a good thing or a bad thing for a squad? I don't know. I reckon it will be whether or not he's going to start Henderson. That, that's my, <laughs> you reckon? That's my <laughs> guess. I reckon after last night, he knows. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think, Pete? Who's that one player? It's Grealish, isn't it? It's yeah. Grealish, isn't it? <laughs> Grealish or... I've told you, he's trying to ruin it. Exhaust him, but he, he's not exhausted. Well, it might be Grealish or Foden, and that's a tough one to be fair, isn't it? That's a really difficult decision to make. Yeah, you don't Foden, no one. How do you not play them both? How do you not start them both right now? For me, that's who you start. 
But maybe Grealish, the way that he's kind of equipped himself incredibly well over the past couple of friendly matches, he's that player you need in the in the uh, in the knockouts, like the kind of mm. guy who's going to win you a free kick, going to win you a penalty, because he did some lovely penalty winning yesterday. Yeah, he did, <laughs> didn't he? <Yeah. laughs> Winning games are so good, isn't he? He's just exciting. I'm so mm. excited. Um, let's Fun. touch on the other home nations then. Um, Scotland beating Luxembourg last night by a goal to nil. Luxembourg went down to 10 men. They actually went down to 10 men after half an hour and Scotland had scored the goal before that. So they actually did pretty mm. well, Luxembourg, yeah. not to concede any more. I Jay love Adams that from with Scotland the as well. Right, yeah. We've got the goal. They're down to 10 men. <laughs> let's shut up shop. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just two defeats in 16 for the Scots now. Um, and look, they're so, they, I mean, if we're excited, can you imagine if there was a Scottish person sat in the studio right now, Jim? Yeah. Because it's their first like major we, tournament. Like we, Peter Donaldson. <laughs> <laughs> first major tournament for so long and they must be absolutely buzzing, Pete. Oh, they're a solid Premier League elite level uh, side and I think they're going to surprise a lot of people and I think they're certainly going to surprise England when they play them. I am absolutely shitting my britches. Yeah, the, uh, I've not really thought about how much he's kind of riding on that. It's going to be lose to Scotland at a I tournament know. at Wembley. <laughs> they are they are very left sided, but they are very good at the moment, and they they, they can't be as profligate. They can't be as uh, as wasteful or depraved as they were in this match. They've got mm. they've got to put them away. But uh, you know, Luxembourg are a decent side these days. You know what England need to do in the Scotland game? They need to make sure they play Ben White because here's a little stat for you. <laughs> here's a little stat: when an, when a Brighton player has played for England, we've got a hundred percent record. Wow. Never right. lost. Now, how many matches is that? Not many. <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not many, many Pete, but it's still a stat. <laughs> okay and I'm going to hold on to it as long as it lasts. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it, look, it's going to be an exciting time for Scotland fans as well. What about the Wales fans ever since their last Euros competition, which was phenomenal? Yeah. Um, mm. Their final match before the tournament, nil-nil against Albania, but they had the fans at the Cardiff, Cardiff City Stadium, nice, 6,500 yeah. of them. They were at Absolutely loving it. I think the winner was the referee who kind of <laughs> kept everyone on the field, which is a real achievement. But uh, yeah, it's, it, it's it's all about game time for for, for the Welsh squad. Obviously, I think Nick, Nick Williams has uh, played more matches for Wales than he has for Liverpool this season, or something yeah. mad like that. So it's all about getting them uh, ship ship. But uh, yeah, I think the Euros is going to be a lot of very exhausted players. I've said it before. It's, it's going to be a weird <laughs> tournament, but it's going to be a lot of cagey, cagey football. And this is this was a really good example of of, of that. I think, mm. and the and the players and, and the teams who really sort of go out and and, and and, and to win uh, matches um, are going to leave themselves shot at the back. So I think there's going to be a lot of nil-nils in this tournament. I mean, it's interesting that you mentioned how little or football Nico Williams has played. Or shit loads of goals because defenders <laughs> don't want to defend. They're just knackered. They're, all, they're, they're just cramping up a lot all over the place. A lot of teams are whites in. <laughs> ben Whites. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like... the. But, as you touched on with Nico Williams there, I mean, he's going to be fresh for the tournament, isn't he? So mm. actually that could go to to their advantage. <laughs> yeah, was, but you could you'd be fresh for the tournament. Because he said he put in loads of uh, extra training sessions at Liverpool mm. uh, at the end of the season because he's not, obviously he's, he's, um, he's second in command in that particular position. But yeah, I would be a bit annoyed if I was like a Liverpool coach. Go, what am I training you for? I'm training you for, yeah. for, for, for Wales. I don't get extra for this. <laughs> you, you know, you, you joke about players getting injured um, because of how tired they all are for the mm. tournament. There also could be a situation where COVID could affect squads coming into the Euros as well or even during the competition itself. I don't know whether you heard about the Spain team but Sergio Busquets tested positive and is ruled out for the rest of the senior squad. So the under-21s have actually been called up to play their game against Portugal tomorrow, uh, tomorrow night. Sorry, to play their game against Lithuania tomorrow which is right. 
Crazy. Yeah, that is crazy. You I'd rather play a whole... Lithuania than Portugal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you like, could yeah. get an entire... I wonder whether that could happen. Like, what actually happens if an entire squad gets wiped out yeah. by COVID during the Euros? Yeah. And then they're only 21 to get the semis. And you're like, what? Yeah. what? The does get to play? What happens? There must be a protocol in place. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know what it is, but maybe it would be what? this. Could you imagine if England go out to an under-21 team? <laughs> We'll imagine if, like, the, the, there might be under twenty one. There might be certain, <laughs> there might be certain teams that have really decent under twenty ones. Yeah. I go, and the manager's going, "Well, these aren't operating for me." Uh, yeah. Can everyone lick like the banisters and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> but it's, they've got to be so careful. One slip, and like we're at the position where we've had we, we've had these COVID uh, kind of situations for such a long time, and 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 players have to be so careful. We've had a year and a half of this. So, like, yeah. people are going to start to get complacent. And yeah. this, it only takes one binary, one or zero, kind of, you've either got it or you haven't, to decimate an entire squad. And you can't play it in the Euros. It's incredible. Mm. Adama Traor is going to have his arms covered in alcohol gel. <laughs> Never mind his baby oil. <laughs> oh, I mean, can you imagine? That would be quite <laughs> Imagine, like, if, like, if just every squad gets it. Like, it just goes through it like because <laughs> the later on into the tournament you get like the more likely yeah. it is that yeah. you know if you can have Chilling. teams coming into contact with each other so mm. oh. piss off COVID oh, let's <laughs> I hope don't like not it. we all want to be in the pub especially for that England-Scotland game alright we're going to take a break now when we come back some absolute batshit crazy stuff from CONCACAF I read something, uh, some some quote from uh, the worst manager in the history of the Premier League, um, Frank De Boer, uh, seven matches, seven defeats, zero goals, where he was saying that uh, it's not good for Marcus Rashford to have a, a coach like me. If he was coached by Frank, he would learn how to lose because he lost every game. Oh, <laughs> no need. Absolutely no need. Nasty. You know, one good thing about Jose Mourinho is he has actually said he thinks England can win the Euros and he said, and so should you. You should believe it. You you, should believe it. Did you see that um, TalkSpot, for their Euro uh, coverage, they've got everyone covered in yellow custard for some fucking reason. Gunge. Gunge. They've got gunged. gunged? Uh, Why are they being gunged? (laughs) Whatever they might be wearing. Whatever they might be wearing, they're getting gunged. People will pay good money to see that. All right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But I don't understand why they've gunged everyone. Jose Mourinho did not get gunged. He thought, fuck off, you're not gunging me. You're not gunging me. I'm the big daddy. I I do the gunging. Do you remember that video of him like, Tripping over a, um, tripping over a, um, like a snail. Oh, no, uh, what are those, what, the, Speed what are they bump. called? You get them outside the club. The the um, yeah, He tripped over a club. The rope, VIP didn't he? ropes. Uh, yeah, you just know if he could buy that footage and destroy it, he would. There's no way he's getting voluntarily gummed. That's not good for the brand, is it? Oh, you're listening to the Football Ramble. It's a Monday. We're building up to the Euros. We're all buzzing. It's Jules, Pete, and Jim here. And now it's time for this. I call Is nice. horrible. <laughs> horrible. I want to hear a man on a train playing that on an accordion. Yeah. Alex Christian, that is horrible. Wonderful. I liked it. 
I liked it. It was <laughs> wonderfully a, chaotic. A, a mix of a previous one, isn't it? Is it? Yeah, oh. I believe so. It's, I, how far can this go? How extreme can it get? <laughs> it sounds like uh, Mulligan on a hair. Do you remember the um, Vicaries and Bob Mortimer character? Yes. I'm not saying I'll forget you, but please remind me of your name. <laughs> My memories have gone and left me since I became insane. <laughs> little, little song oh, down there. Jim, what you got for us? So we've got a number of emails all about the same thing. This first one is from <laughs> Stephen Dewar. I think I'm, I'm going to mispronounce that. Um, I love this pattern of thought, by the way. Yeah. So the, oh, they're all from Stephen. Mm. First email says, hey, I know you guys are sleeping, but please do a few minutes on the USA-Mexico <laughs> CONCACAF Nations League final. Second email. I sent an email earlier, but this game keeps on getting more and more ridiculous. Please cover. Thanks. Third email. Two VAR pens in extra time. This is nonsense. Please cover. It's absolutely... Absolutely crazy it what was. happened. It shall, was. Shall it was I... like spring break on the pitch, off the it pitch. Was. It was insane. And the referee was essentially Wayne Lineker. <laughs> <laughs> he was having the best time. He's got to do something. His clubs are closed. Yeah. <laughs> um, let me summarise in case you missed it. USA beat Mexico 3-2 in the CONCACAF Nations League final. Pulisic with an absolute banging penalty mm. in extra time despite various bits of Mexico shithousery. After... Uh, well, well, after the 90 minutes, all of this stuff happened. There was a fight, a fan running onto the CBS TV studio set, which was actually within the stadium while they were live. A referee signalling for the VAR penalty to the USA uh, in the most extraordinary fashion. Think Mike Dean times 10. Yeah. Gio Reyna getting hit with a bottle thrown by a fan uh, amongst the Pulisic celebrations. Gio Reyna was on the bench, by the way, when that happened. VAR giving Mexico a penalty and the US subkeeper, Ethan Horvath, saving it. Clint Dempsey, who was on punditry in blacked out shades and a camouflage tuxedo, <laughs> one of my highlights. Yeah, um, Stephen Dow also added, didn't he, Jim? Mexico's Herving Lozano's nicknamed Chucky because he used to hide under teammates' beds in junior football. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking weird. That is weird. <laughs> Duke. What's going on over there? What a mental game. That's great. That is great. Uh, More of it, see. please. The way that the referee just went... Penalty. Yeah. He like threw the... out of here. <laughs> he did. It was like a really theatrical baseball ref, yeah. wasn't it? He's like he threw threw the penalty like a grenade. <laughs> it's penalty time. It was so dramatic, wasn't oh, I it? I love it. Love it. Really enjoy it. International football's brilliant, isn't it? It's just brilliant, and we're about to have so much of it, and I can't wait. <laughs> what about the fan running onto the TV? Just... Set? It was quite extraordinary. I mean. Kate, who is the host, Kate Abdo, looked absolutely terrified. Yeah. As, as she be, should have you been. Would be. Lardy. I want to know who the who's the geezer was that actually attacked the fan, like grabbed him, and was like, "You get down there." Yeah, he sort he of falls out quick, of view, wasn't he? he? Well, I think yeah. it was a security guard, and the guy just sort of went, "Oh, I'm going to get beaten up here." <laughs> it's like when uh, when wrestling fans run in the ring because they know for a fact if a wrestler gets all year, you're going out the back and you're getting <laughs> filled in. So he just went, "I'll do it," and then I'll run away. See you later. <laughs> I mean, Clint Dempsey, to be fair, in that coverage he he found it all quite amusing but mm. I mean what what do you think of his outfit the Jim? outfit a camouflage tuxedo is, 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 a, is an amazing ready for war he yeah. actually pulls but, like, it what he pulls kind it off. of war like, he actually pulled like he actually it actually looks good the juice is going to do that though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, the juice is going to juice it's, what sort of evening are you preparing for <laughs> in a camouflage tuxedo yeah like, <laughs> what goes through your mind when you think I'm going to I'm going to wear I'm going to buy that yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm actually going to buy that, and I'm actually going to wear it because I buy a lot of shit, and I think mm. actually, you know, what? I'm not going to wear that. That was right. a bit. I was, I was feeling a bit bold that day. Yeah, but we he actually do that. decided what's the, what's to wear it. What's the worst it? thing? Is it the worse than a camouflage tuxedo? Oh yeah, I, yeah, bought okay. some, I bought some shockers before. <laughs> <laughs> 
Cool. <laughs> they get returned. I actually stopped buying clothes this year because I just spent so much money on clothes last year. <laughs> in, the, yeah, in, the, yeah. in, in the lockdown, where you just wanted, the, you know, the doorbell to ring and you go, "Oh, I hope it's chosen me." It's like a sort of cargo <laughs> cop. But I was getting to the point where it's like, "Do I need a poncho?" Maybe I could get a dueling glove. I was like, no, I need to take a step back from this. <laughs> no camo jackets in no, those no. deliveries, no? No, none actually. Maybe I should get a camouflage tuxedo. You should get like a, a group uh, sort of Depop uh, account. You yeah. sell all your stuff. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should. Oh, what a game, though. That was absolutely nuts. Cracking. We love it. Um, also, some awards happened. We've had the PFA Awards now, finally. Last week, when we were uh, revealing everyone's predictions, pre-season ones, we were talking about who actually is the player of the season. We couldn't actually figure out whether they'd announce it. Taking their time, haven't they? They really have. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, finally we know. So KDB, Kevin De Bruyne and Fran Kirby were named the players of the year. Lauren Hemp and Phil Foden won the Young Player of the Season awards. Um, Foden also got the Young Players Award from the Premier League. Ruben Dias won Premier League Player of the Year award as well. And Pep Guardiola won the Manager of the Year award. I mean, basically City won everything. Yeah. yeah. Apart from Fran Kirby in that list, they all play for Manchester City. Well, Hempor, Hempor as I call her, uh, she scores good, so many she? different kinds of goals. A dink, a chip, a header, a looping header. There's so many different kinds. A looping dink. It's like you couldn't sort of say dinky. there is a... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking of goals, Eric Lamella won the award for goal of the season with that amazing Rabona. He did. Lovely. That was good yeah, against was your pretty, boys, Arsenal. Pretty sweet. And I could enjoy it because we won. So... <laughs> You enjoy Burkhams against Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Speaking um, of Arsenal, sorry, Jim. Speaking yeah. of Arsenal, Emi Buendia, you didn't get him. No. He's gone to Aston Villa. I mean, what a signing this is it for is Villa. It is a brilliant signing I think this is, this is a top... When I saw this over the weekend, I thought, what a, what a good signing mm. that is. I mean, I think Norwich were really fortunate that he didn't move on last year when yeah, they yeah. got relegated because that was what everyone was expecting, really. And he's been sensational again this season, um, obviously getting them promoted as champions. It was always kind of expected that him and maybe Todd Cantwell would possibly move on. He's obviously made his move now. He's going to Villa. It's a, I think it's a fucking brutal... I really swore then. I got a bit excited. You nearly swore. You did swear. I actually did swear. Sorry. <laughs> That's I, all right. I, I was it's like, fine. do I swear here or not? It's all right. Yeah, you can do I, that. I got a bit excited, didn't That's I? what people know and want. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I censor myself? I don't know. Then? <laughs> <laughs> it was like I looked at Pete and thought you were my dad. And I was like, oh, I better not swear. Um, You're not on telly now. <laughs> I know. Very good signing. That's all I wanted to yeah, say. Yeah. And I think Villa are very lucky to have him. Yeah, I think. Why actually, have Arsenal screwed this up? Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, you never know how kind of um, how real and in, interesting a player is, do you? Behind the scenes, because players have got their their own list of targets. And but he, you know, he, he was Wendy was linked to Arsenal for a long, long time. So I would, I would mm. think there's definitely something to it. And it is disappointing to miss out on him. All, all I can think it is is that apparently Arsenal matched the terms. So he, clearly he just thinks he's going <laughs> to achieve more than Villa. Villa. But oh, like, no. I mean, Villa actually, they made such great signings last year. They were really, really canny and they absolutely nailed that aspect of, 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 their, mm. of their summer. The difference um, is though, they were very late signings. They this were. time they've gone early, which is huge. Well, they've got they've got very wealthy owners, haven't they, Villa? And they clearly mean business and they're going about it really, really cleverly and, and they're just, they're, they're in a really good period. And I mean, Grealish on one side, Wendy on another. That is that that is just I mean, chance creation this, this could, boulevard, isn't this it? Could, like, that is, <laughs> yeah. This could kickstart the entire market, though. You know, no one was expecting for anybody to spend any money. Thirty three is a pretty thirty three with yeah, a possible a forty on not on top, but up to forty is pretty mm, decent. Mm. It is. It's a lot of money. The, the the one good thing about who I think actually Ben White got Brighton's Player of the Season, and look, there's there's nothing wrong with that. I personally think Ysbasuma's probably been our best player of the season, but. 
fair play to Ben White, obviously getting his call up to the England squad as well. And he has been brilliant for us. But the one good thing with Yves Basuma being linked with Arsenal is it's probably not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, because there's talk of going to Liverpool as well. Like, this is the problem. If you, don't have, if you don't have European football like, uh, and, and you are in a bit of a kind of you know death spiral, um, it is harder to attract players. Mm. So, I mean... Uh, it's not really know, a death spiral, is it? The... It's that little Mason screwball scramble where you're not really sure which end you're going to come out <laughs> yeah. of and both ends are bad. Purgatory. Purgatory. It's, it's, it's purgatory. Premier League purgatory. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, Arsenal are going to have to sort of look at Maybe they are going to have to look at players in the Championship and 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 younger players from 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 Scotland. Maybe they've got to be a bit canny with the um with the transfer market, and they've tried to be that, and it hasn't Buy worked. Some young and that's really scary. <laughs> yeah, that used to work, didn't it? Let's do that. Get back to that. What about Spurs? What's going on with them and finding a new manager? Because when Antonio Conte was linked, I was thinking this is actually actually I thought pretty could be a pretty good move for them. Yeah, uh, it's all been called off now, though, Pete. It's like a big bag of crisps, and it, and it looks like it's full of crisps. The Levi, uh, Levi. <laughs> see, I do that. As well. I sometimes Levi. Levi, Levi, Levi. I don't struggle Levi. with the the actor Daniel Levy. <laughs> no, Levy. <laughs> but when it comes to Daniel Levy, Le- Le- Daniel Spurs, Daniel Spurs, Daniel Spurs. His uh, wall chest is very much like a, a big bag of crisps. When you open it, and it's just full of air. Yeah. There's three crisps in it. It's like, <laughs> oh, I wasn't promised. I was promised much more than this. Everyone's taking the piss out of them about this, but mm. I actually think it might be a mature decision. They explored it, and obviously. Conte would cost them too much money, money mm. which they don't have, and their values and ambitions probably don't quite align. They, they they want him to develop young players, and people are like taking the piss out of them for wanting the manager to develop young players. That's a mm. that's a good thing, isn't it? It's like there's there is nothing wrong with admitting that something isn't the right fit. I think mm. that's what has happened here. Uh, were... You've got to explore it if Conte's available, and if it doesn't yeah. quite fit, then fair enough. Does anyone need to know about it necessarily, though? I mean, it doesn't need to be leaked. It's hard to stop that now, isn't it? They just went for John Carver to uh, leave the Scotland setup. That's why they just—he's had many offers for the continent. Just get, just get Nuno in. Am I the only one that can see this? Like, what is happening? Yeah, it's a bizarre one, isn't it? Because you—you would have thought that when Nuno and Wolves decided that they were going to part ways, that there had to be a reason behind that. Yeah. Obviously not, because otherwise that would be announced by now. It may I don't know I don't really know what's going on there. I'm it half seems a bizarre situation. Like, to, to like for Nuna to announce you're like I've started a band and I'm just gonna concentrate <laughs> on my music. So see you later. <laughs> I wonder what it means in terms of the Tottenham stars like the lights of Harry Kane and his future and whether he would have actually preferred something to be in place before the Euros started. Mm. So that I don't even know if it makes a difference mm. to Harry Kane who the manager is next or not, but You'd have thought that Tottenham would want to secure this before. I don't know why I see it as like when the Euro starts, everything else around it stops. But yeah. it does no, I know feel. What you mean, though. It does feel like you want. You want that security. Something. You don't want uncertainty <laughs> you know hanging I mean? over the Euros, yeah. do you? Or that, that period of time where everyone's going to be really busy and you can't really get anything done. But I don't think it's going to convince Harry Kane to stay if you know an ambitious manager's coming and they've gone. Oh no, sorry, you're too ambitious for us. <laughs> mm, so true. Oh guys, I'm sweating in here. It's been it's a hot one today, isn't it? Mm. Pour some more water on the iPad. Oh, no. <laughs> cool it down, mate. Have a swear. Oh. <laughs> Have a nice cooling swear. We're, we're all off to the pub now. Oh, absolutely buzzing for it. Who, who do you think is going to get the messiest later? Me. You, you reckon you? Yeah. Falling into a canal again? Probably. <laughs> yeah, keep me away from those, actually, everybody. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. Uh, there is a new Ramble Meets available out today as well. And uh, frankly, it's with one of the best players of all time, you're going to love listening to this. Andy caught up with Athar Mateus to look ahead to Germany's chances at Euro 2020 and so much more. 
as well. Sorry, Law Farm Matthias. That is, ins- I, I, that is have, what. That have is no. wonderful. No, you didn't say. No, I'm just saying what? that's an amazing. Yeah. What? What a got. guess, Lotha Matthias. What a got. It's incredible, isn't it? It's huge. It's, How it's far huge. we done come. Um, <laughs> so make sure you go over to Ra- Football Ramble Presents. Hit subscribe. Give it a listen tomorrow. Marcus is going to be in his element he's going to be building up to the euros i know how excited he is uh he's gonna be with andy and pete good luck on the hangover tomorrow <laughs> enjoy that one to non-drinkers and me yeah <laughs> lovely you have taken that bullet Kate. <laughs> we all appreciate congratulations. it congratulations see you soon guys Ta-da. the football ramble is a stack production and part of the acast creative network